Overnights. I got you for three hours, as is my custom, except on Wednesdays. But today's Thursday, so I got you for three hours till the warm-up show at five. Me and Fleegs and Marco have you till then on this Thursday morning, which is my Friday. I'm heading out of town, taking a bird west. Sounds like they've uh, at least come to some conclusion on some level with the. Uh, the culinary strike. So hopefully I'll be able to eat at a restaurant. The rest of you Jet fans are heading to Vegas. We'll get a chance to eat and be served and have bartenders. Well, it seems like a lot of us are going. I guess uh, Marash is going. Obviously, BT is going with the gang. We're all going to see Zach Wilson play quarterback. I can't wait. I can't wait to see Zach Wilson play quarterback because yet again, earlier yesterday, the coach just never stops. And I was thinking about it because there was a little bit of a dynamic. Obviously, the GM meetings were going on. Apparently, everybody got the stomach bug. You got that? The whole store got the flu. So I wore this ridiculous thing for you. Anyway, the whole... Sometimes I can't stop at the movie quotes. I apologize. The entire 10% of the executives at the baseball meeting got the stomach bug, so they called it off. But here in this town, we got a couple, a little bit of a dynamic here that I wanted to play on for a second. We got believable... And then we've got unbelievable. And let's start with the unbelievable. I do not believe Coach Sala, when yet again pressed for why he continues to start Zach Wilson and give this team less of an opportunity against the Raider team that is now the talk of football. That is now a team that has got a new head coach who has the practice squad on the sidelines. They're smoking cigars afterwards. They figured this whole thing out. The Raiders are about to take off, even with a young quarterback in Aiden O'Connell. It doesn't matter. This defense, Max Crosby, woo, he's going to get after Zach Wilson. This is a legitimate team, and yet here we go again, not giving an opportunity to play anybody else but Zach Wilson. And he went on and on, on really the whole season. He's been on and on. We're on the same page. Zach Wilson's our guy. He's improving. He's getting better, blah, 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 and you just it's impossible to believe as it goes on day to day, week to week, game after game, watching the slop you get at the quarterback position. So obviously on Tuesday, he does an interview with Michael Kay. And on the interview, he's pressed about the answer. We talked about it last night. He's pressed about the an- the question about why not play someone else, why not play someone else? And his response is, uh, you know, that's a good question. I plead the fifth. Right, And we talked about what that meant, plead the fifth. That means I cannot answer, though I want to. Or I cannot answer, I am being compelled to not answer. Because someone doesn't want me to answer. Or I will incriminate myself. That's what plead the fifth is. He didn't just say, hey, look, 
Zach's our guy. You can ask me a million different ways. Zach's our guy. No, he said plead the fifth. So then to yesterday, he meets the press. Uh, he meets the press again, and Connor Hughes asks him the question again and puts it perfectly because he says, "Coach, why do you continue to play Zach Wilson when you go and look at it and every other quarterback?" in offenses that have been less successful than this one, that have less offensive weapons than this one, that didn't have Garrett Wilson, that didn't have Brees Hall. Every other single quarterback that has played since Zach Wilson has been drafted has done marketably better. Whether it's Joe Flacco, whether it's Mike White, and we've talked about Mike White and how the team just celebrated the second Mike White took over. You look at the numbers he put up against the Bears. You look at the numbers he put up against Cincinnati against a team that went on to win the Super Bowl. 400 yards, three touchdowns. I mean, he's done it. I mean, Josh Johnson threw for 300 yards. In relief, didn't even start the game, threw for 300 yards and three touchdowns. Every against the Colts when he was brought in. Every single other quarterback who has stepped behind center for the New York Jets since Zach Wilson was drafted has done far, far better than Zach Wilson. And that's how the question was presented yesterday. Every other quarterback has done better. Why are you not willing to try as your offense is stagnant, as your offense is one of the worst in football, as your third down conversion is embarrassing, as your inability to get into the end zone is inexplicable, as your team is floundering despite the fact that you have one of the best defenses in the NFL. And despite the fact that you figured out a way miraculously to get in a position where you're in this thing four and four, and this is about to take a turn going into Buffalo, going to play Buffalo and going to play the Miami Dolphins. And his response is, we're all on the same page. Whatever conspiracy theories are out there, coach, conspiracy theories. No, no, no. It is not a conspiracy theory when you say, I plead the fifth. That's not a conspiracy. We are not reading into that too much. We are not deep diving trying to figure out a way to get you. You said, I can't answer the question, though I'd like to. That's what you said. But hey, I know there's conspiracy theories out there, but we're all on the same page with Zach Wilson. I don't buy it. And I understand that he's doing what he has to do. And I understand that he's going to keep his job probably as long as uh, Aaron Rodgers is still the quarterback on this team, which he is, even though he's hurt right now. Moving forward, he's the guy. As long as they have that where they that was ripped from them. And they still have Joe Douglas who went out and got Aaron Rodgers. They still have Aaron Rodgers going forward. All he has to do is not rock the boat. But you know what? You got to win some freaking football games. Rock the boat, coach. Because this is, they they are not giving themselves the best opportunity to go win football games. Plain and simple. And to continue to hear this, and now it's not only just the dynamic of they're sticking with their guy. It's the dynamic of there is a fundamental tug of war inside this organization because it's I'm sorry I tend to believe the first statement I do not believe we're all on the same page I do not believe 
whatever your conspiracy theories conspiracy theories may be. I believe Tuesday when you didn't know what to say. That is much more of an indicative into the truth than what we've heard every other time he spoke. He pled the fifth and inside this organization, and it will crumble this team because now it's just, it's gone beyond the idea of Zach Wilson's the guy. Whatever they think, Zach Wilson's the guy, they're going to stick with him. Now you know, and we've talked about this with the players over and over again too. This is now not only with the players, but with the organization ripping this thing apart. They are having, they are, there are butting heads inside the Jets organization about who the leader of the franchise is on a season where they are primed everywhere else to be a championship caliber team. And we know how the players feel. We know it. And now you're getting a glimpse into how coach feels about it, and yet he's still towing the line. And he's lying to us. And I want to know who's making him lie. Because I just, I'm sorry, I choose to believe the first statement of, I don't know what to tell you. You know, you know, stop asking me. Instead of, oh, it's conspiracy theories. This, who, what conspiracy? No one's sitting around with a tinfoil hat trying to come up with reasons why you couldn't answer a question. It's not a conspiracy theory. You got caught. And now you want to call it a conspiracy theory. It's not. It's It's plain and simple. Joe Flacco steps in, they score points and put up numbers. Mike White steps in, they score touchdowns and put up yards. Josh, Josh Johnson plays for a game, and he throws three touchdown passes. Zach Wilson does not lead the team into the end zone, and everybody knows it. And for some reason, protected up on from high, he has to play every week. And now the coach is subject to that d- decree. And I don't understand it. And he's going to go down with the ship because, you know, I mean, I I would imagine he's he must believe he's safe. But in the NFL, that record sticks with you, man. And, and continuing to praise this quarterback and his progress and sticking with him sticks with you. As we're watching what we can't believe you continue to say. So that's the non-believable. That's the stuff I don't believe. Then there's the second story today where I totally believe. And that's the Mets and David Stearns when he tells you, he will not trade Pete Alonso, and I totally believe that. I don't know if he's going to get a contract, obviously, at the, the GM meetings. Of course, it's our annual Scott Boris pun conference where he gives you all the puns and all the, the funny little quips, and he gives you, uh, I told the Mets when it comes to the polar bear, we are not in contract hibernation. Oh, you are so clever. You are so clever, Scott Boris. Not only are you the only freaking agent that has anyone on this. I mean, he's the only, he has every single major free agent. It's unbelievable, this guy. And he's a he's a pun masterclass. That remember that? They, do they still do masterclass? I don't see the commercials for it anymore. You can get like you know a masterclass chef give you lessons. Masterclass this uh, actor would do a masterclass. You could take lessons from a real actor. He should do a pun masterclass. And SNY sure needs it because I saw their segment trying to do the funny puns. JJ, I love you. You had to work on your puns. But we are not in contract hibernation. I do not think 
the Mets are going to give Pete Alonso a contract extension, nor do I honestly think he wants one. Scott Boris usually plays this out to free agency. I know what he's talking about, looking at no, not hibernation. We're open for business right now. I think Pete Alonso loves the Mets and wants to be a Met. I don't think there's any doubt. And I think the Mets, and if you listen to Stearns, and he talks about how important he is, and he talks about what kind of player he is, and he told you flat out, I do not expect Pete Alonso to be traded in this offseason. And I, without question, believe him. It would be dumb to trade Pete Alonso. It would be stupid to trade Pete Alonso. He is too important to this team. I don't buy the nonsense you hear. You want to talk about conspiracy theories. Here's a conspiracy theory, Coach Sala, that the Met clubhouse is somehow, you know, a major problem, and Pete Alonso is part of it. Pete Alonso's goofy. All right, I've been calling him goofy for a while. It's a bit of a doofus. All right? But he's one hell of a ball player that hits 50 home runs a year, or at least 45 home runs a year, and he's damn near impossible to replace. And whether the whatever the issue is with this team, I fundamentally believe he's part of the heart and soul of it. And when you have a guy that's that important to the team, that's been clutch for them, you know, since his rookie season, who puts up 138 to 45 home runs a year, you don't move on from him. And I know there's been some talk about it, and I understand that they could do different things, but when you have the money that this owner has, you never want as a fan, to ever worry about losing your guys. And make no mistake, Pete Alonso is their guy. So as we heard Cashman yesterday, and the dichotomy too between the two of them, this guy's all smiles. Stearns could not be happier. He's out of Milwaukee. He's out of the 30th market into the first market. He's talking about whether or not he's going to give Pete Alonso $250 million or how much money he's going to give Otani or Yamamoto and him and the, and we'll get into this as we move forward, the Yankees and the Mets in a Yamamoto bidding war. While he's talking about spending all this money and not trading Pete Alonso as opposed to trying to put it together with, with scotch tape in Milwaukee, he's all smiles. And then you got the brooding angry man in the corner who represents the New York Yankees and Brian Cashman. And we can get into them too with Juan Soto and looking for Alfio. There's impossible trade with uh, the St. Louis Cardinals who have an abundance of left-handed hitting outfielders. So we got plenty of uh, uh, baseball to do, plenty of football to do. But I do not believe the Jets and their lies about this miserable quarterback and why he's still on the field. And there are no conspiracy theories, sir. None. It's complete fabrication. And with the Mets, they are hanging on to their first baseman. And we'll talk about the different uh, things they will also do in free agency as we get through it. 877-337-6666. You hear I didn't even notice to mention the Giants? Do you know the Giants are playing the Dallas Cowboys? And I didn't even put them in my open. This is what I'm talking about. This is the worst spot you could be as a fan. The worst. They're 16 and a half point underdogs to the Dallas Cowboys. They're playing at 4 o'clock on Sunday and I don't care because I need them to lose. Nothing worse. I'd rather be lied to by my coach about a lousy quarterback at 4-4 four and four than play the Dallas Cowboys, my bitter rival, and have no interest in the game. <laughs> the hell is going on?